0: Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. It is me, Jack.
1: And me, Colin. How are you, Jack? You good?
0: Yes, I am good, mate. How are you?
1: I good, yeah. Um I had a bit of the old chest infection recently, but I'm on the mend, thankfully. You probably still hear it a bit in my voice, but I'm good. I'm here and delighted to be recording as always.
0: Yeah, so may as well just dive straight in. Like, opinions on things is where we're starting, right? You've been watching have you been watching anything recently? Because I watched I think called Better recently which is, um, let's be honest, better than fuck all. Absolute really? garbage. Have you seen it advertised? Is this, this, this the thing that
1: was on Sunday nights on BBC?
0: Yeah, it was on BBC. It's one of those ones that get released about four weeks ago. They, they release it weekly, but yeah. they also release all the episodes on BBC iPlayer at the same time.
1: Oh, right, okay. I, I like it when they do that.
0: It's good in the sense that you can watch it all, but like I say, it's better than fuck all. Uh, I did... Did you watch The Responder? Yes. Yeah, so... I,
1: you, because you were on about it for so long um and I wanted to do The Accent, I ended up watching it and I, well, I did enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So that that was like the bent copper type thing, you know? It, yeah. It's like about a bit of bent copper, but the bent copper's got morals and you get on the bent copper side and eventually they, they come through at the end. So it's kind of following on from that and then obviously you've got A Line of Duty, Happy Valley, and I read... I really, I thought quite a wonderful opinion on this programme called Better, which was, if Line of Duty and Happy Valley are masterpieces in oil, this shows dot-to-dot with crayons. Oh. That is a diss. Yeah, but it's not a great review, is it? I couldn't agree more. I really wanted to enjoy this. I really wanted to get behind uh, the Bent Copper, who's the woman in it. Who's wrote, it? That? Uh, <laughs> now you've kind of flung a curveball at me.
1: I'm googling as you speak. So I don't know it. their
0: names because the, the woman that was in it has only ever been in individual episodes of stuff. She was in I Hate Susie on Sky, but I never watched that with Billy Piper. Right, okay. But individually, she's been in lots of sort of single episodes, I think. And the sort of main bad guy in it, who's an Irish guy, kind of plays the same guy in a lot of things, as far as I know. Have you found
1: oh, who he is yet? Uh, uh, yeah, it's Andrew Buckin, who is the kind of the Broad, broad Church guy. Right, so
0: he's in Broad Church, so yeah. They've kind of went out there. They've got they've kind of brought this new woman into it who has got a little bit of uh, hype behind her after being the Sky One. Showing they've got this guy that everybody knows, but it just wasn't very good. To be perfectly honest with you, mate, I would. R- What's the opposite? I recommend. Unrecommend. Uh, I would tell you not to watch. Yeah, um, I would tell you not to waste your five hours on it. I, I
1: watched
0: it all. I did watch it all. Oh Jesus. But in the sense that I, it was it was on. So I was like making a toastie or doing a bit of hoovering or something. It was on in the background. I didn't um I didn't sit down with a popcorn and watch every single second of it. So that That's probably fair. points towards another reason why you wouldn't you wouldn't want to go your way to watch it man so yeah don't watch that what about yourself have you been tuning into anything of interest
1: yeah well, we talk a lot about our lists don't we the oh. the list of things we're one day going to watch and then the real list of things we are actually going to watch at some point and i've had a thing called yellowstone on that second list for quite some time um i listened to a podcast a couple of weeks ago and they talked about it for a fair bit and i thought you know what i'm going to give it a go and this was at time of recording about nine days ago, I think I started watching it. And uh, last night I went to sleep after watching season five, episode five.
0: <laughs> and how long is it?
1: Um, it's So it's 10 or 11 episodes a season, or an hour each. So and how I've many watched, seasons? Uh, there's only, I've only got two episodes left, and then I'm up to date with it. But there is there is also two spin-offs that have started, so I've got two spin-off shows
0: to watch. Uh, <laughs> which i going to start. So who's in that? I want to say Kevin Costner, but that's not right, is
1: it? That's right. Well done. Yeah. Right, Kevin Costner okay. is there. Right. right. Um so. so basically the idea of Yellowstone is that it's a it's a it's a. at its base, it's a cowboy Indian show. However, it's in the modern day. It's based in Montana. Kevin Costner owns a ranch in Montana, which is bigger than Glasgow, basically. It's almost the size of Scotland, the ranch that he owns, the size of it. And he is basically at battles with people that want the land the people you supposedly stole the land from and the modern world taking over and wanting to do things and build things and develop and stuff like that there's guns there's horses there's it's there's everything mate the best description i can give you is it sons of anarchy on a horse um but it's great i've become obsessed with it and i wish i was more confident in myself because if i was i'd be kicking about my cowboy hat on at the moment because I, i just love it uh, I looked at a couple of check shirts that I want to go back into the rotation, I think. Um, but I'm not quite cool enough to do the cowboy hat, but that's how into it I am.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I've just got this image of you written about with a fucking cowboy hat on, man. And it's just... I mean, I've it's, worse. Tic- it's tickled my fancy a little bit. So yeah. um, C- if you don't cowboy mind me, ne- next time I see you if you can whip that cowboy hat on, that would be absolutely fucking perfect. No problem.
1: That's my opinion. It's my humble opinion that I should have won video of the year. I am humble in
0: general. That's my opinion. I'm doing pretty good as far as geniuses go. That's my opinion. Right, away from our opinions, mate, and how to put this without upsetting people. I don't have kids, but kids are dick kids. Right? Okay. Okay. So, you've got a lovely daughter who... I can almost guarantee it is not a dickhead. But generally, between the ages of about, I don't know, I would take a guess from when they're born till about six or seven, they're just kind of unbearable little brats. Is that, is that unfair for me to say? I know you get lots of, you might get lots of joy out of seeing them shit themselves or whatever, but generally they're dickheads. No.
1: Yeah, generally speaking, they're, they're hard work, aren't they? And you similar to obviously my daughter's my daughter's nearly twenty she's twenty next month so it's she's not really a child anymore but you'll know from having friends we've got a lot of the same friends that have children and it, it changes people doesn't it like they're they're not the same anymore after they have these bloody kids and um yeah kids are annoying I quite like babies me and you me and you are both quite like babies um however when they start to get a little bit in, a little bit independent they start walking about and talking and stuff that's when I get bored of them.
0: Yes. So I suppose like, so as toddlers and and y- youngsters, they're they're pretty annoying. And then they go through that stage where they totally love you for ages. And then they probably get to a stage, I don't know, I say don't have kids. A lot of listeners will have kids. If, if, I, if I'm getting this completely wrong, then let us know. But once they get to like 13, because I remember turning about 13, 14, and then just becoming a horrible little prick again. And then you get that little bit older, 16, 17, and then you, you get this sense of rebellion almost for, for literally no other reason than maybe mummy didn't buy me a fucking Burger King yesterday and you start to get really pissed off and you start going to like house parties and stuff like that, Colin. Let's be honest, see see that that you must have went through a spell when you were about 15, 16, 17, maybe even eight, were just house parties, were just every other weekend and they were fucking brilliant let's be honest
1: yeah they were tremendous proper proper goods um highs and lows um a lot of good things happened at these um house parties a lot of good fun occurred at them i have however been at house parties where one house party in particular uh, people came and smashed all the windows in the house like all the front front house every every window got smashed and that was another one where a girl did a shit in a bath and left it there. So there's been all sorts that happened at these parties.
0: That's absolutely mental. Because I was just about to say I went to a party and one of the boys took a shit in the, in the bath. Was that oh. just like a common thing that happened in Glasgow? It, like it must, uh, it must have been the late the late nineties, early two thousands. Then people shit in the must
1: bath. It, it must have been. It was a house party in <laughs> <and> Giffnock. <laughs> it was a house party in this lovely house. I remember the girl that did it. She was a bit of a, she was a bit of a weirdo, but she was a little bit out there at the time, so she was a bit popular. Um, I actually came across her on social media recently, and she's grown up into a beautiful woman. But as soon as I saw her, I just thought, "You shat and retracted spaff." Um, it's
0: it's worth her for life now. I remember a girl that, again, probably same thing. Quite a popular girl. Her, her name, her name was Victoria, right? She she she's probably not a listener, but she shot herself at a party. Like, really popular girl, really, like, lovely, like, really pretty, all that sort of jazz. Grew up, and last time I bumped into her was in a pret a when I was, I was on my way to uni at the time, and she was already some sort of junior partner in a law firm, right? So it kind of shows you where we were in our, our life paths. Lovely lassie, but she shot herself, and one of my pals um, wrote her a probably told you this before. Gave her a Valentine's card. Roses are red, violets are blue, you shot yourself. I laughed at you. Uh, the most simple bum ever. But she she never lived that down either. Poor
1: girl. Poor girl man. It's it's a shame like as a child, like no wonder no wonder kids are shit because your whole life does get set up by one event. You do one thing wrong as a child and that's you. Um I remember a, a girl who was she always came in, came in handy because she had absolutely no sense of shame or embarrassment or anything like that. So right. school, she'd be right on at the dance floor from song one, starting dancing, throwing her arms in the air, kicking about. And that encouraged everybody else to then go on and dance. So she played a really important role. So in theory, she's a really, really important person in your sort of lifetime. You know how important school discos are, trying to kill pool girls and all that sort of stuff. She was key. However, one day she pissed herself. Um, <laughs> However, <laughs> one day, one day she, she, and that's <laughs> what, that's all. All that good work at every school disco was gone, and she just became pishy drawers. So it's
0: it's amazing how life can change and come at you fast. Oh, that's mad! Like uh, this is 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 this the same or, or different? Right, I remember going to like a, a school dance, like probably fifth year or something, and there was this. Like I'm I'm not a good look guy. I'm a fat well, I'm a fat ball guy now. I was kind of like I was kind of fat and bald when I was seventeen as well. Like I started losing my hair dead young, but it was a wee lassie in the year that actually fancied me. Like I never really did anybody fancy me back in the day and She come up and she asked me to dance at a, a school disco or something. I'd Ended up dancing. It was nice, we kiss, and then for some reason I kind of shut the bed because, like, you know how like your pals can put something in your head. Uh huh she had a wee bit of acne, right? Like, it wasn't like oh. poor rotten, but she, and somebody said, look, oh, she's off spotty shoe or something, I'm like, oh, like, I can't get with her. And, see that, <laughs> this is mad, the next guy she went out with, mm-hmm. she's, she's still married to him now. Oh, and that was, and that was 21 year ago. <laughs> yeah. and I bet she's lovely now as well. Oh, she's beautiful, man. She's smart. Oh, she's wow. a lawyer. She, I, like, but, dickhead pal, just. Put that seed of doubt in your head. Oh, she's a wee yeah. bit spotty. Oh, no, I bet I'm not good with well, Then I'm 16. And, uh, aye. It's, really... it's
1: a good thing you were tripping over girls at the time, Jack. You'd other options.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was absolutely knee deep in Clunge. Um, yeah. but no, I wasn't. And no, just pals being dickheads. So, uh, stay safe, if you're listening, <laughs> take me back, <laughs> take me back 21 years ago. Um, I'm about house parties, but you must remember the guy, um, his name was Corey Washington, actually, uh, the guy from Australia that, that threw the massive house party where 500 people turned up and ended up yes. getting a $20,000 fine. It's just that picture of him standing there with the hat on, the fucking, the spectacles, the zipper top open and stuff like that, man.
1: He had absolutely no remorse, if I remember correctly.
0: Well, he couldn't have cared less, man. He could yeah. not have cared less about his parents, about what was happening, even though the... What do you call them? The news anchor at the time was like He was true. on like Yeah, he was on like Australian GMTV or something. Uh, and
1: so they were appalled with him that you must be so embarrassed, must be ashamed of yourself. And I'm not ashamed, my party
0: was great and all that sort of stuff. So it's it was just bizarre. I think that I think there was a film that ended up getting based on that party. It would be it would have been called like House Party X. I don't want to call it, I don't want to say House Party X, but it was definitely a film right. It's difficult,
1: you, you look for that, but it is difficult to think about, even though he's Australian and this is almost American, when you do think of it like a house party, it's hard not to think about Chad Hogan, isn't it? Yeah. Project it X head. it's called Project X.
0: Yes, it was yeah. the way it was shot was a a fit no like found footage, like horror found footage. All oh, right, okay. But this was supposedly found footage of a, a house party, basically. Um I'm still looking at it. Sorry for being so boring. Twelve million pound budget. Yes, it made a hundred and two million dollars because it was kind of on the back of that. It was like what the hell? Everybody was getting full of drugs. Everybody was like having a when I say good time, just a party, and it must have just hit the nail on the head just around about that same time. You know, like you say, it's like Chad Hogan and stuff like that. Kevin Bridges speaking about that, so. Yeah, uh, Project X, big house parties. Other people that have house parties are it tended to be like you never, you never kind of went to a house party and like we we barries us like, that, that no, didn't uh, any, wee, wee, It was almost something that had a kind of bigger house, like maybe a three bedroom semi or something like that. You know, like a bigger house.
1: Yeah, we Barry's party was at Little Marcos or something like that. He wasn't having a house party. It was Little Marcos or McDonald's or something for Little Barry, wasn't it?
0: No, no, I'm not even talking about back then. I'm talking about like as a as a teenager. We Barry did he want cunts coming to house, his his We Barry wanted to go to somebody else's and make a thing, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: suppose. Yeah, if it's if it's a big sort of unauthorized party, then yeah, it did always seem to be the girls in white cakes we used to go to quite a lot, or folk up the murns and stuff like that. They used to always have the ones the the ones you the the, the girls. he always thought were quite sensible usually. And then somehow they got corrupted, into having these parties was it tended to be they tended to always be girls' houses as well.
0: A lot of the time it was, and yeah, was it the it must have just been even back then being popular meant something as a as a teenager. Oh, absolutely! And if you wanted to be popular, let's get people round to your house to fucking run an absolute riot. It's one way to guarantee you're invited to the party, isn't
1: it? If you host it, so it's. There's, there's probably an element of that to it as well.
0: I used to have, like, gatherings. Did you ever have gatherings?
1: Yes.
0: Like, so, like, 12, maybe 12, 15 people at your house?
1: Yeah, I was quite lucky. My mum and dad would rather have a gathering than walk the streets. So that was always their kind of thought. And we were quite lucky that we had two living rooms. So my mum and dad were always pretty cool with me having not 50 people around, but having eight, nine, ten people around sitting in our front living room and doing that because they thought that was a better thing to do than be walking the streets and causing trouble, basically. So I was I was always having little gatherings and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I remember gatherings being all right, you know, like, like about eight, maybe like six, seven people, however many people I could fit in my room because I, I just had my bedroom, basically, but even when my man and dad were away, it was like, right, okay, I'm not having a party because I'm not a maniac, but I can maybe have 10, 12 people in and you would, um, you would sit, get st- all that sort of stuff, but, Did you ever watch the programme called... What was it called? With all these rich kids were on the telly just showing off.
1: Oh, the rich kids of Instagram.
0: That's it, mate. What was that? It would have been on
1: E4 or something like that. Uh, It was something like that, or Channel 4, or one of the two. It was was basically 17-year-olds or 16-year-olds passing on their birthday, being given Range Rovers to learn to drive in and stuff like that, and um, having big uh, mad parties through for them and all this sort of stuff. It was... We've spoke a lot in the past in other shows about documentaries and poverty porn. Uh-huh. This was the exact opposite of that. Was like affluence porn, I suppose, or just just basically TV to make you hate these people and be jealous of them a little bit.
0: Well, well that is the thing, right? If, like because you look at these kids and go like, you are horrible little fucking bastards. Look at you with your fucking BM and your 40 grand party. But let's be honest, see if your man down were that rich, you'd have been like that, Mum, Dad, I want a fifty grand party. I want an M3 for my birthday. I'm seventeen. You would have been. You just would have been. Well, I don't know if they say denying be. it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still at that now. So yeah, it's absolutely would be like it's it's natural. But then you I suppose you watch these things as an adult though, and you've actually worked your life and you realise that things aren't quite as easy unless you're very, very lucky. And buying a 17-year-old a Range Rover is a stupid, ridiculous thing to be doing.
0: But I feel like, at our age, pushing 40, so you're talking, it would have been the 25, 27 years ago, you would have been that age. It would have been easier to, when I say get away with it, like, I mean, do that without getting the sort of backlash, or... What happened to some of the cases of these rich kids at Instagram is they were posting, like, photos of their, like, flights to Las Vegas, their brand-new MG14s. I don't even know if that's a thing. But what happened was the the police were looking at these going, "Ah, well, how can the parents afford them? And I'm pretty sure, like, uh, the authorities got involved in a lot of these and started to investigate the parents for tax dodging and stuff like that. So they ended up up totally fucking their parents at the time. Whereas I think back in our day, you would... Well, you might have had a thirty-two ten when you were fifteen. There was no way you were posting photos of this online. Nah. Maybe the occasional person back then would have had like a a geo cities or something like that. A face party. A face party. I don't even remember. I don't even remember face party. What was that? It
1: was just a very, very, very early social media. It was just. It was used for hooking up my birds from different areas, basically. But it was. It
0: was the very
1: early social
0: media. Nah, I don't remember that at all. I, I seem to remember a I was gonna say an early version of Facebook, but that might be face of then what you're talking about. But there's, there's my my space was also the big one, there's Bebo. Bebo
1: yeah. was probably the the big one when we were. I had a 18, Bebo. 19.
0: I remember having a Bebo, yeah. I also remember there being a lot of like we like Neds. Like if you're not from Glasgow, a Ned is like a a little tearaway, eighteen, nine, well, younger than that, maybe 14, 15 year old, running about, drinking, smoking, getting into trouble and stuff like that. I Seem to remember a lot of the, a lot of the Ned culture, being on Bebo.
1: Yes, because it was more customizable than than MySpace and stuff like that. So you could have, uh, you could have like hexie and Sharkey auto when you logged onto their page and stuff. Like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you could you could use kind of ASCII art to make menches and stuff like that and. There was, I remember there was gang people pages and stuff like that. All the gangs had their own people pages and stuff.
0: See, I seem to remember the gangs having more GeoCities pages. There was definitely cities pages
1: as well, but there was people too. Um, but yeah, I remember some of the old gang city ones were brilliant.
0: Yeah. Right, we're talking about being on the internet here. So if you're on internet listening to this, we're going to ask you to do a, a big thing. And if you care about us, I want you to try and uh, share our episode, basically. So if you're listening on Apple Podcast, Spotify, there should be a share button just click that share button and you can share it to, where can you share it on? Like Twitter? Share it
1: to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, text message, WhatsApp, just everybody's got, everybody listens, everybody's got a friend that would probably like this. If you like it, a chance are your friend would. I know it's not normal to share podcasts, it's kind of a bit weird, but we'd love you to do it because it'll help us grow, it'll help us get better and help us be able to do more for you guys. So yeah, if you care, give us a share. Click that share
0: button. Do you have a better idea? Yes, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah! Mate, we're just going to steal the internet's ideas uh, to wrap shows up from now on, I think. It's just a case of... The internet's a great place, full of weirdos, full of lots of fun stuff. I, I know that both of us are pretty hilarious cunts, but the internet is just better at being funny and just wrapping things up in a nice, rounded package. So we're going to be looking at kids being maniacs or kids just putting parents into the shit, basically, for the next couple of minutes. So um, you always hear these stories about kids being psychopaths, right? So can you imagine you're in the pool uh, with your your daughter, she's three years old, and she starts to just push her head underwater and just says to you, Daddy, go to sleep. How, how would you feel about that? I, I don't think I'd love it.
1: <laughs> I don't think it'd be my favourite thing she's ever done.
0: <laughs> Little psychopath, man, like sleep, daddy. Um,
1: there was also uh, an instance of a grand, the, the child to, to their grandmother rather than their parents this time, cuddling the grandmother and being pretty sweet with them. Uh, I think the child was about three, and he would take the face in her he's take her face in his hands bring the face right close up to them <laughs> and then say, you are very old, you're going to die soon. <laughs> and then he would look at the clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, That's the best bit. A, a three-year-old psycho. Um, bizarre his poor grandmother. Oh, We obviously record these videos there and you'd done uh, the, what do you call that, where you, you do something? We'd
1: call it the, the, the
0: action of it, the action of it. Basically, there's, there's definitely a real word for that, which obviously we cannot remember at the moment. It's not improv, what's the fucking word for it? I'm not moving until we get that acted it out. Um, yeah, that'll do, that's definitely not the word I'm looking for. Um, that this has probably happened to a few years as well when you have a newborn baby and you maybe hand the wee baby into your, your three year old daughter or your three year old son who is a, a proud big brother or big sister now they just look at them and then look back at you and say, Daddy, this looks like a monster. We should bury it. Oh, God. (laughs) Fucking hell, man. Jesus Christ.
1: I think that happens more than you would think, actually, because people get all excited. These little kids get all excited about getting a brother or sister. And when they they come, they see the reality of it. They go, nope, send it
0: back. Nah, not interested. Stick that back up there. No, not a fan of that at all. Um, here's one guy
1: who jokingly asked his child uh, what's the best way to get a girlfriend and the 7 year old child responded say to them be my girlfriend or you'll never see your parents again <laughs>
0: so just, I'm right, I mean, this is, yeah
1: I mean, this is supposed to be kids <laughs> that are dicks this is just little psychos
0: yeah yeah, I think the first few here are definitely psychopaths again another situation where you hand your newborn to a 3 year old just look at it and just go should I just throw this in the fire then <laughs> fucking hell. No, Jesus Christ, bad, oh, this one's even this one's like up something you'd be seeing. Fucking, there's a new film out, um, that's like the female version of Chucky. Have you seen this?
1: Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, Is it called um, I, I, it, it's oh. called It's Something Like That. Yeah, I was supposed to go see it my pal Sarah a couple of weeks ago, then we never got around to it. Um, but it looks great, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, she's a basically she's a She's she's a she's a doll That becomes your best friend, your babysitter, and all that sort of stuff. And then in as true movie form, she goes bad. Yeah. Uh, but it looks pretty good. But um yeah, this this could be a plot line from it. So I was sound asleep and then around six a.m. I was woken up by my four year old daughter's face. Inches from mine. She looked right into my eyes and she whispered, I want to peel all your skin
0: off <laughs> Six in the morning, man. You'd be like, oh, "Fuck off, Imagine you out. <laughs> wake up. Yeah, waking up to that shit. Oh, I so that's about like, That this, I think, the next year just kids being just kids being kids and not really uh, particularly knowing about social norms. Uh, I think I read that children are just perpetually drunk adults. You know. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. So pull up to a spot, uh, a stoplight, and my three-year-old. Um, just turns round to me and just shouts, Just fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's obviously heard that from you, pal. <laughs> um,
1: uh, my daughter once, very seriously at bedtime, said, Daddy, when you go out of the room, I'm going to sing, I like to move it to move it to myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my I like <laughs> to move. Say it so matter of factly. Yeah. Oh. This is obviously from a teacher. I was supervising a group of children on a field trip, and this kid comes up to me and says, Mr. David, I eh, just said the N word. So I'm like, well, what? And he says, eh, nipples. <laughs> thank, thank, thank the Lord. <laughs> thank the
1: Lord, indeed, yeah. Um, asked my six year old yesterday what he did at school, and he just said, jack shit. <laughs> 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 monotone, monotone voice without even thinking about
0: it. <laughs> oh this kid asked his dad do you even know what you're fucking doing while he was struggling to put up the Christmas lights can you imagine how frustrating that would be because <laughs> that's horrible putting up the Christmas lights and then just this weak cheeky bastard kid do you know what you're doing you're fucking idiot! there you? <laughs> oh, obviously you'd
1: strangle her with the Christmas lights um, this, this one would drive you potty this one uh, my daughter five years old was delaying climbing into the bath for her evening routine my wife was getting exasperated and started losing patience, and the voice and the tone started to border on yelling. The little one looks up at her and deadpan delivers the following line Mum, I'm going
0: in, Cam your tits. Calm your tits, <laughs> <laughs> calm your tits right. just it sounds like such a Scottish or Glaswegian thing to say to somebody. Like, just cam your tits, and just. I, and it's also something women
1: really don't like you saying to them. Oh, i said to them, it's, it's, sexist. Yeah, yeah I've, I've said that a couple of times, it's not been down well Anytime time I've said it. Just, look, Stacey,
0: calm your tits. <laughs> um, uh, I was telling the wee one about Granny dying, which is obviously pretty sad, so I used the story of Lion King to help, her ex- to, like, help explain the whole situation. She went into school the next day uh, and told her class that her Granny had died in a stampede. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I... I I'm still struggling with this chest
1: infection and I almost killed myself laughing there. I was choked. Oh, we've only um, got two
0: left, then we'll wrap
1: it up. Um my kid went through a phase of climbing out of his cot in the mornings, clambering into her bed, clam- clambering into her bed and teabagging his mum. <laughs>
0: teabagging? <laughs> okay. oh. That just seems like such a Scottish thing. Is it just a phrase for it? Like it obviously happens worldwide, but tea
1: <laughs> I think I think tea is the term though because the think about tea bags are a pretty worldwide thing aren't they
0: I suppose I suppose yeah um, this one's really recent because it only happened on Sunday um, my four year old shot in the front garden picked it up with a leaf and just threw it into the neighbourhood bushes
1: getting <laughs> out oh,
0: super stuff man this. that'll do yeah
1: well that, that was fun <laughs> bye Bye.
0: Actually, bad, mate. Right. Bye. Super. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening, and if they are, they're pretty hardcore, wrong-term memory fans, and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes
1: absolutely and if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you
0: listen to your podcasts